Hi there everybody, I hope we are all doing well during this lockdown period um, and and everything is going swimmingly. Um, this subject that we're going to be talking about next is something that we used to be able to do without a care in the world, um, whereas now it has to be have a bit more thought process behind it. I am of course talking about pageant appearances. So when you first start pageants, um, you may see this in your handbook and think, what is a, a pageant appearance? What is an appearance? And every system has a different definition. There are systems that will accept online stuff. And I think now, especially with um, the pandemic that's happened, there has been a lot more leniency to accept like social media campaigns and and things like that. It all depends on the system um, because for some systems, they have a cap on the appearance points so for example off the top of my head I know that UK Galaxy as far as I know the last time it I don't know if it's changed since then but you used to be able to get uh, 0.5 points for each appearance and it was capped at 10 appearances so any appearance after that you could still do but it wouldn't count so you'd only get five bonus points um there are other systems that award up to 75 bonus points um for appearances there are some that don't award any at all um for example i know that atlantic don't award extra for appearances it's not it's not a requirement um igm yummy (coughs) yummy don't have a um a required amount of appearances of what you need to do. Um, and most recently, I know from UK's National Miss, UK's National Miss doesn't have um, a required set of appearances that you have to do. So everything you do is down to you. It's what you want to do. Um, some of these pageants may still require an appearance book if you want to submit your appearance book. Others don't. Um, I love doing appearance books. <laughs> so I'm, I am a bit gutted that I won't be doing one this time. Um, however... Because of everything that's happened in 2020, um, it's very hard. It's very hard to get the appearances in. Um, but before anything, before we dive in a little bit more, um, let's discuss what a pageant appearance is. Um, so if you have the manual, you would have read about um, appearances, like what to do, what not to do. And in the handbook, we have a whole chapter. It's chapter six. Um, it starts at page 153, if you have that. Um, so, the explanation of a pageant appearance is simply an outing in which you're wearing your sash or your sash and crown. It can be an event you attend, campaign you create, press or radio. Uh, there are lots of opportunities to wear your sash and to make it count as an appearance. Um, so, with all that, you receive a sash if you've entered directly into the finals. Um, where you may receive a regional sash or find a sash um, by paying your deposit or paying your full sponsorship. Um, so some systems will send out a sash when you pay your deposit, others you have to wait until you pay the full sponsorship. So this, of course, can also dictate how... So when you plan, like, plan how long it's going to take for you to pay off that sponsorship if you don't have a sponsor, um, or, like work out how long it might take you to get a sponsor um and a backup if you don't that way if 
the pageant does award um extra points for appearances you know then that you've got the best advantage because you already worked out okay i will receive my sash at this point because i would have paid the overall sponsorship fee um and then you can start applying from there um so i always remember reading my first proper finalist handbook um so my pageant journey i first started 2010 i was runner-up miss Wiltshire uh, for the miss england system and from then, I actually met Laura, who was Ms. Galaxy to Ireland, uh, 2000 and, I'm going to say 17 or 18, might be 18. I'm not so great on dates right now. <laughs> what is the date? Um, she actually competed in the same um, heat as me, and she told me about Galaxy. So I entered Galaxy, and I also entered... Um, Miss Earth at the time as well. Miss Earth was in September. You didn't get a sash until the actual final itself, so there was no appearances and stuff. So I always count my first like proper national um pageant was Miss Gal Miss Galaxy in two thousand eleven, and that was when they first changed it to England, Scotland, and Wales. So I was in the England um section, and. Oh, well, that was overwhelming in itself. <laughs> I cried so much when I got off that stage because I loved it, but also I was so overwhelmed. Um, and I love looking back at these experiences because with that sash, when I got the Miss Galaxy, Miss London Galaxy, Miss London Galaxy 2010 to 11, such a long time ago. Um, I remember reading in the pack, I think it was in the pack, or it might have been something that's said about this, but it's always stuck in my mind. You can either let the sash gather dust on the shelf or get it out there. Um, <clears throat> so for me, as soon as I got that sash, I was out making appearances. I was out doing stuff in my community. I was always in the paper. So much so that my friends would always joke, can you not? <laughs> Can you just stop being in the paper? Um, and our papers really love pageant queens at the time. They're not so keen now. They don't really write too much about it, um, which is a shame. Um, but the editor was lovely, and I used to have a lovely um journalist that I would send all my stuff to, and she would interview me and she would tell me all the stuff that's happened as well. Um, so it was a really good time. Um, so I absolutely loved it. And I made so many different things that it kind of <laughs> I actually shared a while ago a story of like who's the real Miss Swindon this is what my local paper actually wrote in 2010 and then you, you open the that's the front cover you opened up and page three it's like we're all Miss Swindons and it kind of brought onto the map that there are more than one pageant like there's more than one pageant system out there which shocked a lot of people and now you don't really bat an eyelid. There's so many different pageants, but like right then it was like, wow, what? There's more than one pageant. Because um, everyone used to always think of just Miss England and Miss um, Universe GB. No one ever thought of the other different pageants. And it, I love pageantry. I love pageantry for us right now because we just have so many opportunities. Um, for some that, that didn't have it. Um, but yes, and I will always remember, then I got to win Miss Swindon for the Miss England Heat. And there was no publicity award, as far as I knew, but then I found out afterwards there was. So I didn't get to submit any of the stuff that I'd done. Um, but I just carried on doing what I'd done for um, Galaxy. And I remember, 
I was actually doing my handover shoot um, this year uh, with the Wades, Ruth Wade, of course you know her, she's the IGM director for the UK, um, as well as um, a former Mrs Galaxy UK, and she is of course one of the Watcher Beat Queens. Um, honestly, I have so much time for Ruth, and we were talking about pageantry, like, throughout the years, and she said that when she won Miss Watcher, like, She'd never done so many appearances as she did that year because she saw what me and Joe, the Miss Wiltshire 2011, did. Um, like, we really made use of our titles. We were out there all the time. And that's how the Wiltshire Beat Queens, um, if you haven't heard of that term before, um, it's my little... Not my little... It's the it's the friendship group as such of... It used to be me, Ella, who doesn't compete anymore, Georgia Holmes who was the Young American Mrs. International and Young European International Mrs. Um, 2018 to 19. And, uh, and of course, Ruth. It was the four of us and we made so many appearances. Every weekend we had something in. Every weekend. And that's how we grew really close and why we've attended each other's weddings not mine obviously i definitely will never get married um <laughs> but all that sort of stuff and then it, it, when we then hosted the miss Wiltshire heats then our like little pageant group grew because there were more girls in Wiltshire. um but yes honestly enough backstory with that. um and that's the thing like when you find pageant girls when you get pageant girls in your area it's so good to do appearances together um and to get to get that out there you always have someone who's going to take the picture you know and I always believe that a pageant appearance is so much better um with more than one pageant queen like I would never like to hog any appearances myself if that's the word you know if you're in a town they're asking for a beauty queen honestly Nine times out of ten, they will want more beauty queens as well. It's more publicity for the the event that's happening. Um, it gets out there more. It's you know it's a win win situation. Um, but there are so many things um to consider with appearances. So what is expected first of all? So the common answer stated in so many pageant handbooks is there are no expectations. What you do with your sash is up to you, whether you make one or 100 appearances. There is a pressure that you don't need to add into yourself to make sure that you're beating everyone and getting into triple figures. Your directors don't expect you as a finalist to be out every weekend. They are happy seeing their finalist sashes and all the photos you take. But of course, as a queen, there will be an exception. Because usually you may be contracted to do an appearance once a month, um, or twice a month, or have an online presence. And I don't mean like have loads and loads of followers. I just mean like active with what you're posting, um, and posting about the system. But this will usually be stated if you ever read the terms and conditions about what is expected. Um, and if you are unsure, of course, ask. Ask the director, ask, if it's not in the handbook that you receive, ask the director or ask the pageant team, whoever is running, like, this question, and then then you'll know that if that's the right system for you or not. 
So, as I said, there's no expectation to how many appearances you do. You do what is, what you want to do. So, from personal experience for me, I am a mother of one and I need to make sure that I'm also doing, obviously I do the Sparkles and Rhinestone stuff, I do my coaching. When I have the time to myself, I schedule it out so I know that I have enough time to do my pageant stuff and to do everything else and have time for myself. Um, before COVID, of course, going out on the weekends to pageant events was more my social um, time as well. So I have to catch up and do charity work and, and all that sort of stuff. And I enjoy it and I've always been very proactive. However, I also want to make sure that um, there was stuff that I could do um, that I could do in the house, like I could do from home, stuff that would require me to travel just in case, you know, Penelope was sick or, well, and it came at the perfect time. I mean, you could say it's perfect time because, of course, the pandemic happened and lockdown happened because that's when I started the Queen Chats podcast, um, doing the recorded interviews for my for my platform, um, as well as other stuff that I've done. Um, and it's always nice to have that I know that I can... It's the same like right now recording this um, podcast episode, like... I can do this from wherever. There's no time limit because I'm not... Like, I always say, like, yes, for... I've not put a, a set day because Sparks and Rhinestones will just have random days, I guess, to post episodes and and things like that. However, for Queen Chats, I'd like to make it every Monday because I have the Mental Health Mondays, my health, my um, platform. Um, so it's nice that I know that even with the COVID restrictions, I still have something pageantry that I can do. Um, so when you do think about your platform and think about what you're going to do with it, is there stuff that you can do from the comfort of your own home um, or other other stuff? Um, the question next is, why make an appearance? So appearances are a great way of networking with your community and with the pageant community. You can find new sponsors, new charities to work with, new finalists to join your system. The sash is not only a representation of you, but also your system. You're advertising that system, so when you wear that sash, you also need to be mindful of your presentation and how you act in it. You don't need to make them, but then the pageant journey is so much more fun doing it. And that's a big fact. You don't need to make appearances. It's the same as with charity work or pageants. You don't need to fundraise for charity. You do what works for you. But as I state so many times when it comes to having a pageant platform, for example, um, you don't have to have one. However, it's great content for your interview. And that's exactly what appearances are. They are great content for your interview. So rather than having to do a million, and that's great if you are, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get that publicity award, um, to aim high, to want to do all that stuff. Um, but for me, it's concentrating on having at least two, like, 
quality appearances so that when you go into the interview room you can talk about these appearances so if you've done your own event um if you've been to an event that really spoke to you and relates to what you've been doing as pageant queen what you want to do because when you step into that interview room and provide them with that information you're providing them with example or something you've done as a finalist and then with that you can then go oh and if I was to win we wouldn't go oh because <laughs> that wouldn't be a great answer you can then lead with and if I was to win I would love to be able to attend this event next year as a queen and to be able to get more involved or I'd have to double the fundraising figure like it just means you can lead a lot more onto that so different types of pageant appearances there are so many sorry like my laptop just keeps moving everywhere (laughs) there are so many things that you can do um for appearances uh there are online campaigns of course you can create your online campaign there's press pieces whether that is um the newspapers online magazines um pageant um online platforms like for example, if you do have an interview here at Sparkles and Rhinestones for the Facebook page and Instagram, that counts as an appearance because you are actively using your title, um, you're being interviewed about your title and you're talking about your plans as a queen and, you know, and watching it in real time, the same as if you're doing that on the TV, it's exactly the same. Uh, as well as that... There are things you can do, like go to actual events, uh, community events, community service, volunteering. Um, lots of things you can do for volunteering, uh, as well as charity donations like the food bank, like the homeless shelters, like charity shops. Um, and... As you said, you can create your own events, you can create your own thing, like, for example, you can create your own podcast, you can create your own hashtag challenge, um, and also, like, join in your, your pageant assistance campaigns. And one thing I really do want to state is, um, if you're going to be in the same system, of course, you're going to be wanting to join in each other's campaigns and, um, really support your fellow sisters however support all the pageant queen sisters if there's a campaign you want to join in if someone's asked you and it aligns with what you want to present yourself as a pageant queen then do it like just because they're in a different system it's not bad at all we are all the same at the end of the day we're all the same pageant sisters we're all competing um it shouldn't be you want to join that person's because they're a queen but you're not going to do a really good campaign because they're a finalist like there's no hierarchy with that join it because you want to and you can you know if someone is looking for people to join in their campaign and you want to take part in it then message them there's so many facebook groups that people post all of this stuff on there so with all of that there are a few do's and don'ts on appearances the things to wear um what not to wear um for me I have a few bugbears (laughs) 
Now, one thing I really hate, um, this is a personal opinion, um, but also it's when you look back at photos. Um, if your sash hasn't arrived yet, don't just get a piece of paper and write your title uh, in like a biro pen, a pen where when you take the photo, you don't actually really see the title. Um, if you are going to do this, please print print it out with the logo, um, put it in a frame and, and use it, uh, laminate it. Um, honestly, though, as I said before, at the start when you were working out, when you receive it, um, wait for the sash. The pictures will look so much better. Honestly, um, I always see, like if the paper's bent and but also some people do that when it might not even count of course if you've asked your director and it's like oh can I have this um they might say yes and it it counts but some will just do it anyway and it doesn't really count at all so I would really be careful with that your sash is and this is the thing with what a sash is your sash is an advertisement of the patent system and of your title. If you have a piece of paper that doesn't really explain much about your title or that. So if you go to an event and you only hold your piece of paper up for a photo and that's it, then uh, no one's really going to ask you what the piece of paper is for. No one is going to ask you. Whereas if you're in a sash, like, what's that sash stand for? What are you doing? Um you know, oh my goodness, pageants, like, a sash is a conversational piece, especially if you put a crown on, it's a conversational piece, and it is that advertisement, so keep the paper at home, um, wait for the sash, if you need to, print it out and frame it, it will look so much nicer, and clearer as well, you actually have to see the title, um, also don't assume that every photo you take with your sash will count as an appearance, um, I feel like I'm like really negative right now. This is the last negative thing, honestly. But it's just when people get their sash and they take it on a holiday, um, and they get a picture with their sash and then they put it in their appearance folder. Like I attended, I I went to Spain, um, and got some pictures. That's not really an appearance. Now, not saying. Like, if you want to take your sash there and get some banging pictures for your profile, um, then do it. But please don't put it down as an appearance because it's not. Because, as I stated earlier, when you're wearing that sash, you're actively making a difference. You're actively doing something. So, like, taking your sash to a concert, it's not an appearance, taking it on holiday it's not an appearance also if you take your sash out quickly pose with it and then put it back in your bag that's not an appearance that's why a lot of systems will require you to have more than one photo in the appearance book so you're not doing a sash and dash <laughs> and that means putting your sash on for photos and then it disappears along with you um so they want to know you've been there for longer than just five minutes to get the photo and go. And if you think it doesn't happen, it does. 
there's also a couple of exceptions to this rule is of course online appearances because um you know there's only so many pictures you can take of yourself and a, a different color top um <laughs> i always take two anyways just because i have it for my instagram my pageant instagram um and also you know how you always take a million photos and you never know which one it always ends up being the first one sometimes and you're like i just wasted half an hour getting all these selfies um and before we go into anything else Top tip for you if you are taking appearance photos, buy yourself a tripod and a ring light. Honestly, it will save you so much um, trouble. It also, it makes it looks a lot better when you're getting a selfie where you're not having, like, we all know our angles, <laughs> especially coming from me. <laughs> but to have it on a tripod, self-timer, done. Um, and having the ring light if you've not got good lighting it will just lighten up the picture you know you actually have to see it because one thing that's really not good is when you're doing interviews um like online interviews or online videos and you can't really see um the person who's doing it so having a ring light just makes all difference i got mine for 20 quid from ebay honestly best 20 quid i've spent in a long time um so yes, it doesn't apply for online appearances or things like um feedback donations and drop off points um for donations. You're not gonna sit there and get a million photos. Um so kind of like get the photos of the items beforehand if you bought them. Um for example, I know that I am planning to do a food bank donation because I know that the pageant girl UK have set challenges. Um, they've got a food bank donation one. Um, however, in November, um, December, I always do a food bank challenge donation. Um, we take five pound because, of course, I still have the hashtag Code Red Challenge, um, going on. So that's five pound for as many sanitary items and homeless items to donate to the homeless drive. Um, and then we do the food bank at the same time. So. Like we're always challenging ourselves, um, so I know that's coming up soon. Um, I said that I wasn't going to be negative anymore, but there is one last thing to say: is to not double sash if you are entering two different systems. Um, don't have a sash pick. Change your sash. Have the exact same picture with a different sash, because people do see, and judges do seem so apart from that day there's <laughs> um think about what you're going to wear for the um appearance different appearances require different outfits i always say um to dress like you're already a queen so if you're going to an event that requires glamour get your glamour girl if you require something that's more casual um make sure you're thinking about your outfit um you're not going to wear heels to an event that requires you to have trainers. Let's be honest. Um, if you're going to uh, running events that have um, paint or powder or anything like that, get a picture of your sash beforehand and then put it away. This is where you'd get like a t-shirt made. Um, but it depends on your sash because these things can dye the material. For some, you can't wash them as well. It'll just be spot clean. Um, so for, like, if you had a white sash and then 
it's going to get stained with all these different colours. So you have to be really careful um, with that. But for someone who likes to shop a lot, um, <laughs> the outfits you wear for appearances, um, just think of all the amazing stuff that you can wear. You can you can step out your comfort zone a little bit and try different colours, as long as it's presentable. So no ripped jeans, um, crop tops, just be careful. Um, joggers and trainers, unless it's for a sports event. Um but, you know, stuff like a jumpsuit, a midi dress, um, a cord. But there's so many different outfits that you could wear um, for it. And the last thing I will say, because there's still so many things that you can talk about appearances. Um, and I'm just scrolling through the book right now. We've got events... Um, information about how to get involved in your community the different types of charity appearances you can do and how and so many different options of how you can plan different charity events um the last thing i wanted to say on appearances is to once you've done an appearance post about it that's what appearance should be an appearance should be posted about don't keep your don't keep your appearance a secret and i don't i mean some people do this some people don't um, but the reason why you do appearances is because you want it out there. There's no point of doing an appearance and not posting about it because it's, it just seems like it's a waste of time. Unless, of course, I do understand. And, I mean, I do things and I don't post about it, but that's not because I do it for pageantry. I do it for myself or I do it because I really like helping that person now or that charity out. Um, but having a sash gives you a bigger platform to educate people and to share these amazing things that you do but also by you doing it for example if someone saw you volunteering for a local dog shelter and that then inspires them to um volunteer at their local shelter um and it just creates that that wave you know that's that small ripple to create a massive wave and that's what you want to be as a pageant queen that you are inspiring you are um inspiring people to i'm really sorry i'm really sorry i literally just saw like this huge spider go across my living room and i was like what is that spider um (laughs) i'm not really too fussed about spiders to be honest um they don't phase me that much but I mean, I hope that was a spider. Um, it's just a really big spider chilling. Um, but back to everything, that's what appearance is, is, is advertisement as well. Advertisement's the system. But also, for that charity, it means it might get more people to donate to that charity. It might get more people to be aware of the message that they're trying to do. Um, and that's the best thing about doing appearances and put it on your social media. Um, and they'll put you on their social media if you talk to them about it as well like there's so many amazing things that you can do um but yes keep the positivity with what you're doing shout about it don't be afraid to post your appearances don't be afraid to double post if you need to i always say to schedule your appearances out like if you've done appearances like if you did like three in a day schedule them for one each day because then it keeps the highlight on that personal appearance for that day 
like that section and then the next day so they have their own little limelight um but also it might be where you then um aren't attending an event in like two odd weeks so you have the content then to keep posting on your page and now of course we are in lockdown we are in the corona pandemic appearance times so there's not going to be as active so any appearances that you do now you need to make sure so you need to make sure that you are social distancing with these photos because people are going to look at your appearance book and go that's not a meter apart um so you need to make sure you're social distancing you need to make sure that it's safe for you to do the event um safety is so important with everything you don't have to do these appearances as well don't think that just because you know the judges are going to understand it's a pandemic and that's think a lot of people are worried about right now they just don't understand it's a pandemic this is something that <laughs> no one really expected at all um so don't put too much pressure on yourself to try and get those appearances. Work on the appearances that are right for you, the ones that help with your platform or help with what you stand for as a pageant queen. Don't feel the pressure too much. Don't put that added pressure on yourself. You know, you should be enjoying all of this sort of things. Um, if you put too much pressure, it, it, you just lose the excitement. You lose the excitement of pageantry. Um, so... With all that, um, we do have some amazing queens on PageantCon talking about appearances, um, especially Beth, uh, the former Ms. Galaxy UK. Um, she will be talking about making the most out of your queen year um, and loads of other stuff. Myself, I'll be talking about interview and platform and we have loads of amazing queenies who are going to be giving their insights so if you don't have a ticket to pageant con make sure you do already as previously stated in this podcast um we mentioned bits from the handbook um so if you are intrigued give us a message on our socials to order yours um just in time for christmas um it'd be a great read um as well as that if you would like to book in training as well so we do offer training here at sparkles and rhinestones um we do virtual and face-to-face but right now we are really highlighting the virtual training that we do it's something we've done for ages and um we actually started virtual because it's a lot easier for interview coaching um but we can shape up your platform we can talk about appearances and and go for everything like that um but Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If there is any other subject that you'd like covered or any questions that you have about this podcast, don't be shy. Drop us a message and we should get back to you as soon as the mini diva is in bed. Or if I'm child free on those days, the response is a lot quicker. Um, But thank you for all your love and support of Sparkles and Rhinestones. Have a good and safe day.